0: Patricia Nolan Brown, successful inventor, serial entrepreneur, best-selling author of Idea to Invention, international speaker, retail flipper, and road tripper. This is the Invent Yourself Show. In this episode, I tell you how to deal with rejection. But first, hey, if we've never met before, my name again is Patricia Nolan Brown, I'm an inventor, entrepreneur, and best-selling author of Idea to Invention um, and International Judge as well. I have been building businesses and licensing around my products for over 27 years now, most noted for inventing the rear-facing car seat mirror, which sells millions worldwide and is the best-selling car seat mirror today. My products have been with Sesame Street, Fisher Price, Todd Parr, Brika, and more. I want to help the ordinary person through this process in the most cost-effective and timely manner because I have met way too many inventors that have been taking advantage of for lots of money with no results and lately a couple of pretty famous inventors have come online um, to dispense information through getting your email and it's kind of outdated information based on new changes or the latest changes in the patent office. So I just want to clear that up as well. I feel the need to help inventors uh, having gone through this process. It can be very daunting, but if you know the right steps, it's not bad if you go one at a time. This podcast is being uh, recorded in Paris, France. Yes, I'm taking time out of my vacation to you my thoughts as they pop into my head because I think they may be valuable to you as you're going through the invention process or starting any type of business really. So today's topic is uh, how to deal with rejection. And basically I have six success traits and I gave them the acronym INVENT. I is inquisitive, N is nerve, V is voice, E is energy, N is nourish, and T is tenacity. And today's, uh, today's thoughts would probably go into the heading of nerve. how to build up your nerve, specifically in regard to all this rejection that you will face in this business. There's a lot of rejection. But as I was going into the Louvre uh, the other day, and I was looking at the Mona Lisa, I was thinking, what the heck makes this painting so popular? And it turns out uh, that there are hundreds of reasons why it has gained in popularity and become a, a, a real world-class icon. Um, not just one reason. So, I guess that is in parallel with your ideas. You know, everything is subjective. Uh, in the case of the Mona Lisa, there were a few circumstances. One was that it, it used to sit in Napoleon's bedroom until it got to the Louvre. When it got into the Louvre and the traffic picked up there, as a museum, so did the popularity of that painting. And then this half-smile business, that that controversy didn't come up until the 1900s, so that was a while later, so that was not the main reason. And then, uh, so people like it or they don't like it, it's always been the case. Um, You know, it got criticized for a lot of things and it got praised for a lot of things because he was also an inventor, so uh, just being an artist was kind of, of novel too. And then, of course, it was stolen, so that heist brought a lot more attention to it. So, you know, when you come up with your ideas, people are going to give you their opinions, and um, just don't, just don't, just don't, because people want to see you make it, or they don't for various reasons, and sometimes you're asking the wrong people, right? So when I, was, uh, when I asked a couple people about my rear-facing car seat mirror early on, I was careful not to mention it a lot, but... Um, I did ask one person in particular and they responded by saying they would never put that on the car seat upholstery. And I was taken aback for a minute and um, then I, I realized that they didn't even have a baby so they didn't realize the problem I was trying to solve in the first place. So a lot of times people aren't even the correct end users. So I don't ask a lot of people about my inventions. If it has merit and it's solving a problem in my life, or it's made of a new technology, or it's easier, or better, or cheaper, then there will be a market for that. You know, the marketplace never lies. And if you're, you'd be a customer for your idea. That that, that, that makes it uh, marketable. The other example I had while well, here in France. Uh, sorry, I'm sitting in a busy cafe here with. Wi Fi. When I went to the Eiffel Tower, I realized that that was supposed to be a temporary structure for the World's Fair in the 1800s. And it's simply beautiful in my eyes. I was really, really enthralled by the detail, the beautiful ironwork, um, just the whole structure of it, the design, you can see it from everywhere in the city. And you know what, the intellects at the time it was being built, uh, and the artists really, really did not like that structure, the design of it at all. So you can imagine being that all those You know, everyone in town saying they hated it and now it is a world class icon Um, so you know don't listen to people who are negative about your ideas because they can really pound you into the ground in fact I like to kind of laugh at people that reject things, Uh, I turn it all around, I feel sorry for them that they're not seeing the value, you know when people see something that's new or novel they don't realize they need it yet you can create the buzz for it I used to send my mother into the baby stores and she would buy some of the car seat mirrors and then would go into ones that didn't have them yet and she would say that they really needed to buy them. And even the, uh, when the toothpick was invented of all things, you know, nobody needed a toothpick back in the day, but the inventor would call restaurants and say, do you have toothpicks for after the meal? And if they said no, he would say that I'm not dining there. Well, that created a demand for the product. So all these little s- silly stories and techniques um, of what are now famous products, let that be a lesson to you. Don't let rejection kill you. Because it could stop an idea and dead t- deaden its tracks. I went to the top buyer at Baby's R Us one time with my idea. And uh, the, the head buyer told me that although it had merit, he didn't think that the wo- that woman could decipher the instructions on my box. And he was really pretty degrading. But I took it with a grain of salt, let it roll off me, and years later, uh, it's in every single baby's arrest among other stores worldwide. So, you know, who's laughing at who now? Just please don't take rejection so seriously. Build up your nerve, you know, grow some tough skin, just let it roll off you and move forward because those are the winners. It's, it's, it's the tenacity, that's another trait, that gets you through these times of rejection. Just see rejection as almost a checkpoint, saying, "Oh, okay, this is a good idea." All right, so they do have to solve problems, though, and they do have to have benefits. You know that they're new or uh, easier to use, uh, quicker, uh, new material. Something has to be uh, a reason why a consumer would buy it, not just because you think it's good, but that it has those benefits. So there are my thoughts from Paris, France. Hope to talk to you in a week. Uh, happy inventing and keep plugging. Patricia Nolan Brown, Invent Yourself. Thanks for tuning in. Please follow, subscribe, and share.